Welcome to the On The Way podcast. Thanks for tuning in while you are on the way somewhere. At Fincastle Baptist Church, our mission is to know God, grow in God, and live for God. And as you listen, our goal is to give practical applications to learn, grow, and become better disciples of Jesus. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Thank you for joining us as we talk truth and life with each other. Well, welcome to On The Way, however and wherever you are listening. We're so glad you're tuned in today. We welcome you to this bonus episode of On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. We've got a special guest in studio that we'll introduce here in a little bit. Pastor Jeff, I love bonus episodes, man. Me too. We're getting a lot of these lately. Yeah, God is really... And and it would mean the world to us. We want to tell you right from the beginning, thank you for listening. If you'd rate, review, share this podcast podcast on whatever channel you're listening it and also we love listener emails pastor jeff yeah we do we do and we would love for you to email us yeah. <laughs> and let us know we know do you're you out like, there do you like the bonus episodes <laughs> do you want us to do more of them would you rather us just stop and stop talking <laughs> well, well then we don't want them to send us our, our wives might send us yeah, that email our wives would send us emails <laughs> then pastor jeff so. that's right <laughs> well today we have a great guest in studio, a dear friend of mine, somebody that God has used to really impact my life personally Mm. and our church. Uh, uh, We have just a key leader uh, from uh, all the way from Guatemala. This is Henry, and Henry, welcome to On The Way. Thank you, Pastor Kevin. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. It's been such a privilege to be here with you today. Well, Henry, we go back about 10 years. And I know that we've uh, been here 10 years, and as a result, uh, we talk a lot about Bea Vista, mm-hmm. Pastor Jeff. Uh, our, yeah. our church know that we've uh, we adopted a village in Bea Vista, Guatemala, yeah. and yeah. that really started, Henry, because we had taken a trip as a church to Guatemala, heard about adopting a village. We called, I called back. Guatemala and said, hey, I'd like a village. We're kind of a rural church in the mountains of Virginia. I'd like a hard village. I'd like a village that nobody else would want. And what I didn't know, God was working behind the scenes that very week on your heart. Yeah. Uh, Ten years ago, I used to be the one who go to every single village looking for opportunities for these communities to be transformed. Hmm. Basically, what I was doing was trying to find those communities that has access to nothing, and then trying to find a way to get a good partner that will make those things happen. Wow. Bella Vista, I, I think from the bottom of my heart that God, God is preparing or he's doing something huge in Bella Vista besides the project that we have been accomplished together. Because since day one, it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mary, a good friend of mine, which is my pastor now, and uh, it's part of my family, he was, I think he's the greatest man in the world because he goes to preach. He literally take the word of the the word in the Bible that says go everywhere and preach the mm-hmm. gospel. Mm-hmm. He's going to the remote areas in the world wow. to preach the gospel. And he talked to me, uh, can you help me with Bea Vista? We have a need in Bea Vista. And I was looking for communities to do Bela Transformation. And I say, well, let's take a chance to go. Yeah. First time I want to go, 
my car gets without brakes. Oh, no. <laughs> so I cannot make it to Bella Vista. I say, I will come back. You definitely can't get to Bay Vista without brakes. Yeah. No, definitely <laughs> not. I've been there, and you need those brakes. Yeah. <laughs> we need brakes. Good brakes. Yes, right. Next time I tried to make it, and it was raining a lot, we crossed a little creek before we, we go up to Bay Vista, mm -hmm. even higher to Bay Vista. So it was too high. It was too full of water. I cannot mm. make it. Mm. And that just made me think, oh, maybe, maybe God doesn't want me in this community. Mm. But then I, I was... I was in La Union area that is close by Bella Vista, and I said, well, I'll take a chance. I'll go to Bella Vista. I'll try it. And then I went there. I made it to Bella Vista, and, and definitely I get, I get passionate with the people. I see, I see how needed they are, how hungry they are, not just physical hunger, but spiritual hunger. Mm -hmm. And that really touched me. But my concern was who in the world <laughs> would be that crazy partner, crazy church that will adopt <laughs> this community. <laughs> and I went back home, very disappointed, not with the community, I love the community, but with the conditions and, and with the, uh, the road, the access to the community, because it will not be easy to get a partner yeah. that will my, uh, accept that challenge. And, and from my notes, I, I almost erased Bella Vista. I, I just put a line on it and say, no, hard to visit, complicated. It might not be a possibility. Mm. I remember that note in my notebook uh, after busy Bella Vista. Mm. Yeah, and then that night, you said you, that you, night, you, you basically <laughs> are watching a movie and God I, speaks I think, to you. I, I always ask God every morning to let me be led by him, let me move by him, not by myself. Mm. And I remember that I was watching the movie and um, it, was a, it was close to, I think it was close to Chris, Christmas uh, mm. season. And it was uh, literally talking about how important it is to go, even if it's just one person mm. that will receive that thing, wow. it will matter. Wow. And I just read a book a couple uh, weeks ago. It was a small book that is just show the effort that someone put to make things accomplished. And it was like, uh, okay, <laughs> I will not erase Bea Vista from my notes. And I mm. send the email next morning to uh, to the office saying, well, these are the three, com three communities or ten communities that we that we are next to adopt or in the possibility to adopt for Bayless transformation. Wow! And basically, what happens is that very day is when I called and the Hope of Life office and said, I want a hard commu community that nobody else wants that's mm -hmm. high in the mountains. And so, from that, then we I say, okay, I'll come look at it. Me and you go. We go to the village. We meet the village leader. We would call them the mayor, who now, years later, by God's grace, you know, we've been able to lead to Christ. I was able yeah. to baptize him. And and uh, and I remember coming out of that community. First of all, I, I was literally the first Caucasian person, I think, that that community had ever seen. It was really an unreached <laughs> people group. I remember the people and the children coming up to me and just touching my skin. Mm. Pastor Jeff, and, and we're so coming you down. you all the rest of us a bad rap. Yeah, you're yeah, the first yeah. guy they saw. <laughs> I was Gosh, the first man. guy they saw. <laughs> I'm coming down from the mountain, and uh, halfway down the mountain, I say to Henry, let's just stop and shoot a video. And I take out my cell phone. It's just Henry and I. And we're stopped at some soccer field somewhere, and you said something on that video. This was 10 years ago that still to this day impacted me greatly. Do you remember what you said there? Yes. Yes. Uh, I think I say it because I always see uh, the things from my perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I grew up in a in a you know it was a low class home. Mm. I I was the perfect prototype to fail. Mm. I I grew up without my dad because he he sadly passed away when my mom was pregnant. Mm. I live in a no extreme poor condition, but very limited. And mm. and it, I I need an opportunity to make it on life, and that's what what I found with Carlos and Hope of Life. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, anytime that that I went to a community, I tried to see beyond that. And trying to see, well, it might be the next Henry in this community. Mm. It might be the next uh, president. It might be the next pastor, mm. the next leader, the next person who will create and bring transformation to this community. And that's exactly what I what I mentioned to you. What about if we made effort, we take the challenge, transform this community, and see what will happen here? And so, man, that just gripped my heart. We built a school, and then we built a church. We built a pastor's home. We built a water project. And that truly, that community is different today than it was 10 years ago. Uh, A church where the gospel is preached every Sunday faithfully. Uh, I've personally been able to baptize several members of the community, to have a pastor there, uh, to think about, you know, I always say, man, if I haven't done anything else in my ministry, Pastor Jeff, there's one place in the world I know that God has used me to make a difference. It's in Bay of Vista, Guatemala, to yeah. see transformation. And uh, and then, by God's grace, we've been able to do that again in some other communities there in Guatemala through our partnership with Hope of Life. Mm-hmm. But for uh, our latest partnership is actually, you mentioned Pastor Nitty yes. and uh, his sweet wife, Lourdes, uh, pastor Nettie is a godly, faithful pastor. We worked for years, and he pastors a church in a town called uh, El Rosario. El Rosario, and uh, he is he is just getting it done for Jesus. And so we're partnering with Hope Alive. Him, we're building another church there. And I know what what how has your own life? grown since you've been with Hope of Life, you've been around Carlos Vargas, man, what a great man of vision that he is, and uh, the leadership there of Hope of Life, which I now, you, you are one of the main leaders. You, you've grown personally in these last 10 years that I've known you. You've grown as a in, in your knowledge and you know, business side of the ministry, but also just in your relationship with the Lord. You personally are a different man than you were 10 years ago. Yes. Well, I think um, you might preach with your example, right? I might right. not be able to go to a community and talk about a God that is a healer, mm. a God that is a provider, if I don't truly believe that that will happen. Mm. That's good. And That's then good I came with the practical gospel, too, as we mentioned uh, in several conversations. Yeah. That uh, I'm going to say that God is a provider, but we're going to give you something that will show you and prove you that there, God is a provider. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about a God as a healer, but I will prove you that God really, in reality, heals you. So I think the biggest gift that I can receive in my life was to be part of Hope of Life because it changed completely my perspective on life. I was a regular young, young guy that <laughs> the only thing that wants to do was get some money mm. and live a life, get a good car, get a nice house, and and that's all. I don't, I don't think 
anything else beyond than that. But then I can tell you that God transformed me and, and changed that mindset mm-hmm. by being able to see the reality of many of the thousands of people in Guatemala that they've very, uh, they, they, they almost don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So for me to be in part of life, it, it not just maybe the opportunity to grow as a professional, but also to grow spiritually and to keep my, my feet all the time on the ground to being uh, realizing every single day how blessed am I compared to the other ones that has nothing. Well, that's one of the things I love about you, Henry, is just your humility. I mean, you are a great leader. You are very gifted, very talented, uh, but you're such a humble man. And I think that's one of the things that endears you to other people. What a great leadership lesson is humility. What would you say... um, how many projects have you overseen? I mean, wow. you mentioned the thousands of building projects. Yeah, let our listener know. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, Carlos always talk about thousands of projects. Yeah. When I when I arrived to Hope of Life as a little kid, huh. I I just get the challenge because I am a truly believer that God puts your opportunities on your table once, mm. and you might take it. Right? You mm-hmm. might take it and trust Him. Mm-hmm. So I hear the opportunity about to be uh, the COO, the person who will be in charge of maintenance and all the development projects in Hope of Life. And I say, yes. <laughs> and I have no idea how to even put a nail on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me. Then I take the challenge. I spent a literally, literally one year crying because I have no idea what I was doing there. <laughs> wow. But I truly believe in the bottom of my heart that God gave me the opportunity for some reason. Mm. I can tell you that, that when I started Hope of Life, we have uh, almost nothing outside. I mean, now we are sponsoring. We are working in 308 communities, over 308 communities. <coughs> for those 308, we have been reaching 100 communities for Baylor's Transformation Project. Mm. Wow. So wow. every community has at least five projects or stuff like that. So I, I think I've been involved in maybe 2,000, 3,000 projects uh, Mm -hmm. since my time in Hope of Life. And it has been an amazing opportunity to see how God can do transformation in in, in communities that nobody else wants to go, like Bella Vista. Yeah, it sounds like you work for the kind of guy that I work for, (laughs) where the three three worst words you want to hear is, I have an idea. That's actually four words. The famous words of Pastor Kevin is, I've got an idea, and everybody kind of groans a little bit because it's another idea, another project. But I, I love that, the vision, and just, you know... I think you said a couple of things that, that impacted me. First of all, is just take the opportunities that God gives you. Amen. Exactly. God's not looking for your ability. You couldn't hammer a nail <laughs> into the wall over their cinder block home, so it's kind of hard to do that anyway. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> no, it's not that hard. But God's not looking for ability. We always say that God's looking for availability, mm. just someone who's willing to step out, and then God will equip you because he's called you to that. Mm. And then the other thing that I think you, you said was all the poverty and the, 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 the conditions that people live in there. And I think maybe our listeners might be listening, well, you know, it's really easy to... They might be saying it's really easy to, you know, to share the gospel and to to work in that kind of an environment because there's so much poverty. But 
I think we as Americans need to change our perspective a little bit and say, yeah, hey, because you know, it's actually harder, as Henry was mentioning, right. because you know how can we tell them about a God who says, I'm living water, right. when they don't have a well in their whole village, much less yeah, running yeah. water in their home. You can't tell a guy God's going to fill you up and make you not hungry if you don't give him some food. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? Exactly right. But I think it's just, you know, we need to see not just physical poverty, but we need to see spiritual poverty in people. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's what I love about uh, your vision, Henry, is that you point it back to the gospel, that it's not just about helping people, but it's about earning the right to be able to share the greatest truth, which is the message of salvation. What is something that, as we get our time to a close, you would say that you kind of think from your perspective, something that maybe our listener could do to to help the ministry there of Hopeful Life, people thinking it's just little old me, I don't have a lot, how can I make a difference? Maybe God's mm-hmm. speaking to their heart about making a difference. Well, I think uh, I can tell many things about uh, the difference that, that you might maybe experience uh, doing a donation or something, but I can, I can tell you and I can put everything in just one sentence that Go and visit us. Mm-hmm. Go and visit us with open hearts, and then God will let you what's going to happen in your life. I haven't met a person yet that visited us in Hope of Life that says, oh, it was just a trip. Yeah. It was just another mission trip. Uh, I know it's because God is there. Mm. Anytime that somebody visits us, it comes back different. Yeah, it's life-changing. It is, and we're Absolutely. so excited. We have uh, several trips planned here at Fincastle Baptist. Yeah. The information will be in the show notes at the end of the broadcast. We'd love to have you consider joining us on a trip to uh, Hope of Life sometime soon. Thank you, Henry, for being yeah. here. Pastor Jeff, we have several tape takeaways today just practically for our yeah. folks to yeah. kind of really hone in the village uh, I loved your statement it's not my ability it's my availability. availability that's right and and just take the chance you know step out in faith that's what what God calls us to do is step out in faith and we always say that he he doesn't call the equipped he equips the called right? I was thinking the exact same thing Amen. exactly so thank you again for listening today we'd love to hear from you once again rate review share this podcast mm-hmm. however you're consuming it uh, as you are on the way we've called this on the way hopefully you're on the way to heaven as you're on the way to heaven our desire is that you're not just going to be the type of person that knows God but you will grow in God and you will live for God thanks again for listening You have been listening to On The Way. Do you have a question for Fincastle Baptist Church? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. Thank you for joining us while you've been On The Way.